for your essay, we had a technical glitch. So about the 11 minute mark of this podcast, it may get a bit jumbled. So bear with us and apologies in advance. You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Oh, you got it? I got it. Go on. All right, well, you start. You go ahead and start it. Hey, guys, we're back with uh, Profane, and uh, we got to ask, what the fuck's going on with these oil prices, Profane? <laughs> oil is on a tear up to $78.81. It's going to be $80 oil here in a few minutes. Dude, Dude are you? Every time. <laughs> are you just break, rolling in the dough right now? <laughs> are you softening up all of our misery? <laughs> I I cannot confirm nor deny that, but I would deduct that that would be a good. It's it's not my fault though. It's not my fault. I'm just a middleman. I, yeah. I think I talked about it last time. I'm I'm on Twitter, like the financial Twitter we kind of talked about, you know. Oh, FinTwit, tremendous. Yeah, and anytime somebody talks about oil, I just picture you in like the boiler room, you know, or like the fucking conference room, just like. Yeah, just setting the price sky high and laughing with your millions of dollars and like all of us just suffering in the gas station. Like That is definitely not it. It's more like <laughs> there is not enough oil. There's not enough natural gas. We are fucked going into the winter and prices are telling everybody, hey, if you have it, bring it out of the ground. We fucking need it or everyone's going to freeze and starve. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> like Europe's um, shit. What did I hear? I think it was – I forget what country it was, but they were running low on their coal plants. Like they were running out of coal to like I even get things going. I think it might be Britain. I heard them talking about that. They're running out of gas. They're no, no. It might have been Germany. Coal. They're running out of CO2, which I didn't realize this. The UK said that they were – this is a couple of days old. But they said they were seven days away from running out of CO2. The meat processors <laughs> union said this. They said, we can't process any meat. We're seven days away. We're not processing any meat. All the soft drink companies in Europe, Coca-Cola, those types of guys, oh, any shit. carbonation, no carbonated drinks. We're out of CO2. I didn't even know meat processors use CO2. Well, you got. I guess you got to think about it. If you're going to ship it, you got to put it on a dry ice, right? And you got to use it for your fucking – I'm trying to think. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Like your refrigerate refrigeration units, like your processing yep. units, it's using it as probably both a refrigerant and a heating to like run the machines. So there is craziness in the market. I was, I'm the fucking idiot because I'm like thinking, what are people not breathing anymore? We can make CO2 like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah. Okay, so I just watched The Big Short recently as well, and. A lot of that, if you, if those are not aware, <clears throat> you know, it's basically like 2008 where they uh, shorted the, um, or like kind of bet against the housing market because they realized it was like a bubble, but they were like, what, like a year or two early. And it's like a lot of the stuff they talked about, it was happening in at the time, but it's like, nobody was really talking about it or realizing it, like the impact. And I feel like if that's, is that what's happening right now? Like some people are talking about some stuff like this, that's like, kind of crazy but has it come to a head yet you know i'm sitting back and giggling about it because it's kind of taboo to be in the energy industry <laughs> but and, and no one no one likes you never even talk shit and talks about renewables and all this 
And I'm like, hey, we're the silent, we're the silent group that gets you all your fucking food. Where does all your you know avocados come from? They get transported yeah. on diesel trucks from Mexico. <laughs> like, uh, we how do you get to work using gasoline? How do you heat or cook your food, right? You heat your house with natural gas. Uh, so all this stuff has come to a head. I not all of it is energy necessarily related. I think it's just unintended consequences of COVID and supply chain issues, and they're coming to a head. And it's from, if you want a windshield, I, I heard on like the RAV4, I may be wrong on the exact model. Shit, we lost Next 30 days. Say, say that again, you kind of cut out. I heard that there were four, you know, the RAV4, yep. like a fairly common SUV, um, affordable SUV. They have 10 RAV4 windshields coming into the country over the next 30 days. Jeez. <laughs> so someone, someone said, Hey, I'm on, I'm number 10 on my local <laughs> shop. I got a cracked windshield. I'm number 10 on my shops, like uh wait list. Who knows what number I'm probably <laughs> number 20,000 in the U S there's yeah. 10 in 30 days. Dude, so not to break this, but the reason I bring this up, these, these all sound kind of like end of times things. Dude, and I'm telling you, man. So recently I was at a wedding and also it was a surprise Jewish wedding, which I mean, not that that matters, but it was just kind of odd. Like I asked um, the old lady, I was like, hey, is your friend Jewish? She was like, I had no clue he was and he wasn't, but it was his, his fiance slash wife now. Anyways. He's a messianic, uh, how would you call it? He's a messianic Jew. Uh, the rabbi was, who was officiating what the, the wedding. What does that mean? They believe in the Messiah, um, okay. i.e. crisis, I, I think, because um, there's a couple different uh, a couple different sects, I guess, of Judaism. Anyways, so he's, like, talking about this, and, like, they, they have, like, this basically covenant of whatever that he's going to – that – the guy was going to present to the girl and the, <laughs> he just says it so casually. He's like, he reads off like the, the script in there and it says, you know, um, in the year, you know, 500 <laughs> in the year, like 5,000, uh, 5,792, um, you know, that's what year in, or, um, more accurately, the year 5,992. Well, and then he casually just throws out there. And if you remember um, they, in the text, it says um, that we're only going to be around for 6,000 years before the Messiah comes back. And it just keeps on going. And I was like, wait, what did he just say? And I, and I held on to this. And then I go back, like they, they read, um, like they, they put that little um, kind of sheet or covenant that they're holding between themselves um, and I, I go back and read it and I asked the guy, I was like, Hey, uh, you said that this was uh, like the earth's gonna, or basically the Messiah's coming back in 6,000 years. And it's like, what's like, what's the deal with these two years? And he explains it. And I'm like, dude, if this is the case, like we got eight years left, man, <laughs> he might be onto something. I don't know. Especially with all this stuff going on now. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like we always talk about is this how people always feel or is this just a shit show? I feel like we're in a shit show. Like we're, we're like legitimately. Show. Yeah. Like this might be worse than 
I mean, it, I, I think it's a shit show. It's accumulation of a bunch of different factors, right? So like the hurricane that came through the Gulf Coast knocked off a bunch of Gulf Coast production of oil, right? So you don't have as much oil out there. Um, but then you had COVID and a bunch of people, for example, my dad retired, right? Scared a little bit of COVID, realized he liked working from home. They tried to bring people back, retired. There's not enough people taking jobs. Um, everybody needs help. Yeah, fucking um, McDo- trying to get a burger at McDonald's takes 30 minutes for the drive-through. Yeah, then I got no workers. Anyways, there's yeah. I mean, so <clears throat> went to uh, Little Havana in Miami this this weekend, and my wife was trying to buy a shirt, um, like a classic, you know, Cuban shirt. And so she's like, "Hey, I noticed like why are like some of them are lined and some of them are not?" He goes, "All the new ones that are coming in are not lined. They're cutting costs. It's the only way we can keep these affordable, right? It's all the freight rates. So mm-hmm. all these ships are just stuck out at sea. They can't unload because there's no workers, you know, pulling the cargo ships. There's well, for one, there's no truck drivers to go get the containers to move the product throughout the U.S. So then they're just bottling up, and then the ships are stuck out at sea." And so they're just sitting there paying to merge and it's just, just a million different factors that are coming through that are just fucking everything up. Yeah. Kind of like you, like you were saying, Port, I wonder, I, I do kind of wonder if maybe this is just, we were as kids just completely unaware and our parents were like dealing with this and like, Oh fuck. Like every day wondering what the hell is happening in this world. But I don't know. Maybe we're just now coming to realize it. What were you about to say, though? Um, hold on a second. I'm I mean, trying to find the picture of all the fucking shipping containers off the coast. <laughs> they have, like, a radar image of all of them, and there's just more and more dots every day. Like when the um, – what was that fucking uh, – the Evergreen got stuck, and all the shipping containers had to get backed up. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like looking like that on the west and east coast of America. It's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, I think. Go ahead. We we have a unit and a business unit in our company that is trucking oil trucking. And when you're oil trucking, you're out in the middle of a desert typically. Uh, we can't hire drivers. They're like, "Fuck you! Why would I do that?" He's like, "I'm just gonna go to Amazon and go home to my kids every day. Like work in you know mid Ohio <laughs> or like." you know, Texas or wherever. He's like, I'm just going to run local routes and and make more money or whatever. And I, I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah, I just realized this. So, oh, you're recording now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, we could, so we question, could press. Okay, so the question was, when do, when, when did this inflation start, sh- shit start? And I, I, I don't know how or when to answer that. I feel like when, because I think I told you guys, right, there were banks in like February saying, hey, COVID might be real because nobody showed up at the Hyundai plant in South, Seoul, South Korea in two weeks. So they're going to be definitely two weeks backlogged on any cars that come out. Yeah. And like, so my wife, Madison, just got a uh, CRV. And I, I, I think we were like towards the front of like this, these issues because people were literally like, he showed us a list, the salesman 
they people bought the cars before they even fucking hey, got. Can you guys hear anything? Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. All right. Did you, were you able to pick up the recording? Sorry. Yeah, but it's obviously like we kind of miss. It's going to be tough to splice together, but we can start again, basically. All right. Well, I, I got the mark where I, it went away for me, at least. But uh, anyways, sorry. No, it's OK. Are you good now with Internet or are you hot spotting? No, uh, it came back. I think it was. Queertrons. Are you gone again? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on with my shit? We were man? talking there about the we were talking about the government too much. So they turned us off. Dude, I know. Ah, what the fuck? Yeah, they, our FBI agents were like, they're getting they're getting a scoop. <laughs> Hold the yeah, fuck on. Stay right where you fucking are. <laughs> yeah, they sent you a message. We need to me. hear this. Bring Biden in. <laughs> that's the other thing i wonder does do our government officials well i mean i shouldn't say i should just say the people in charge we all think they're like really really smart and they know what's going on so it's like sometimes do they know what's going on they lie or like twist the truth or do they not know what's going on you know like even in the big short they were like you know michael Burry, the main guy was kind of talking about something that was like gonna be bad and they're like do you think you know more than the uh, Federal Reserve chairman? You know, and it's like, did the, you know, it's like, I don't know. It I, seems so odd. And all these I guys mean, usually probably have like PhDs or something. So I'm with you. So you guys can get on record of how, how dumb of a guy I am, but I'm starting to buy everything. Right. Because <laughs> I, I think inflation's bad. So what I'm saying is, is like, I needed tires for two cars. Um, <laughs> And I would have probably waited till I probably would have waited till December to get them because I don't really need them now. I can get a extend it out a couple of months. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I'm just like I don't know if these tires are gonna be there by December. Yeah. So I'm just starting to think, okay, what else do I need? For instance, um, Nike reported that they're like they're like 90% of their shoe productions offline or something. I forget the exact number. It's, it's not 90%. And a bunch of their clothing is offline in Vietnam. So I go out and buy brand new shoes. Cause like, I don't know when the next time those are going to, those are going to hit. Yeah. And see, this is, this is like mainstream or not mainstream, but like, I don't know what to say, like side stream or something like like a lot of major corporations are actually talking about it. Whereas like a month or two ago, the situation was still bad, but nobody was really talking about it. But now that it's hitting the streets, you know, now people are talking about it. And it's kind of bad because when people talk about it, then it accelerates. <clears throat> and that's how you get no toilet paper in the fucking uh, in Target, you know. But yeah. <laughs> uh, like I was talking about, I think before we cut out, like what, I always wonder what the, the first fucking baby step is for all this stuff to happen you know yeah where and the think, snowball starts yeah profane i think you're gonna talk about it like the what quantitative easing and like setting a lot of money in circulation you know like but how does that do do people and also like stimulus checks so maybe people buy more and then if there's a pandemic or whatever people freak out and then start buying and buying well i think in my small brain i have to think of it in real practical examples so like i kind of think of it as 
it started in probably March of 2020 when for two weeks, no one showed up to the, um, the Kia plant in Seoul, South Korea. Right. And so there were, so there were no cars being made for two right. weeks or, or longer. Right. Well, you know, Americans are driving around, you know, what doing whatever, and we we're crashing our cars and we need to buy, buy cars. Right. So we're out of production. And so eventually that, you know, two weeks is we could probably recover from that, but this occurred for like, I mean, how long were we on lockdown? Remember when it was supposed to be two weeks and there was a month and there was two months. Well, um, there's still places that are still in lockdown. Like the, uh, talking about bicycle parts, like the Shimano, uh, plant, that's in Taiwan and Japan and all those places. Um, I don't know why that just sent for that message, but um, uh, that that plant is still like, they're still having issues staffing people because the whole place is locked down. Yeah. I mean, so I just got the actual set. So this is September 27th. So we're, I mean, this is 10 days old, but Nike says 80% of its shoe factories in Vietnam are closed and 50% of their apparel factories are closed. Yeah. So I, I just say, go, go look on Nike.com for some Air Max. See if you can buy them in your size. <laughs> you might, so. you might be surprised. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. So I'm, I just think it starts where, you know, the stuff that we use you know, if those places get shut down and people are still buying it, then it, you know what I mean? Like people yeah. are still crashing the cars and they need to buy it or people are still cracking their windshields and they're not making any windshields. And right. then, so people are like, Oh, I need the windshield. Oh, hey, I'll pay 10 extra bucks for that windshield. Cause they really yeah. want it. And then someone else would be like, I pay 15 and then just keeps going. Yep. And I mean, I don't have a baseline for this, but I'm going to get a tree cut down in my backyard. And I like started the process in June. When I called them in June, they were like, yeah, we can't come give you a quote until August. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Okay. And then in August, <clears throat> they gave me a quote. I think I took like a couple of weeks to decide or like sign it. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to do it till December. <laughs> and uh, some people are in there. I was like, uh, like just to check with you guys, like I, <laughs> I, I like turn this around in two weeks, and you guys are doing it out in December. They're like, yeah, we're about to call some other people that are behind you and put them out to like January, February. It's like holy shit, Crazy. dude. Yeah. And it's then just now like, that they got you bent over, basically, yeah, they can, you're at their mercy. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, and they 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 were citing like Manning issues, which. Real quick, it was like, it must be kind of tough to hire people to cut down trees because it's like, you got to kind of train them a little bit, you know? Like, that's I mean, not something. Uh, is that skilled or unskilled labor? I think that's something. Like, I mean, I think it's a skill, but I think it can be OJT. Yeah, I, but like some of the complex <laughs> situations, like, you don't want to fuck that away, you know? That's you, you don't want to land anything on the house. Yeah. Man, but you, but then, then again, I wonder how many people on the team are like important enough. Like, who makes the actual cuts? Probably the more experienced people, obviously. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. I'm just told, hey, that looks about right. Hey, not, to, <laughs> not, not to change gears, but I got a hard hitting question for you guys. What are you more scared of, chemicals or germs? And when I say this, 
I guess I could put this in uh, perspective. All right, you're, you know, so you're about to cook some food, um, or you're, you're, you want to go cook some food. Which would you be more careful about washing your hands with after, like, would you be more careful after, you know, changing your car's oil or, um, you know, picking up, um, you know, or like, uh, what do you call it? filling up your gas can or mowing the grass or would you be more worried about like if you had just you know like walked the dog and you know picked up some dog poop or um you know just went to the bathroom what do you think you would take more care obviously you ideally you would wash your hands before anything but like what are you more nervous about you think it is an interesting proposition i think i'm definitely more worried about chemicals what chemicals I was going to say germs, but chemicals sound like they're worse. Like I'm pretty paranoid about bleach or super glue. Yeah. I think, uh, super glue in my, eye. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> just a little vapor will fuck you up. Dude. I, th- I think I'm more concerned with germs because I, this is just me thinking about it. Like a germ, like it only takes one, like a dab will do you and it might just do you in. But with a chemical, you know, like whether you got like a little bit of gasoline on your hands, like how many times have you been like working on your car and then like something's, you know, like falls, gets your eye or falls in your mouth or something, you just spit it out. Hell, if uh, I, if I'm in my garage and I see like a puddle of something underneath my car, I'll stick my finger and taste it. See if it's uh, <laughs> see if it's coolant, oil or water, you know, it's not like I'm like drinking it, but I'll put it on my tongue if it's sweet i know it's cool if it doesn't taste like anything it's water if it's a little bit you know oily yeah, it's probably oil i don't know that's me though. i I'm, I'm a germ i think i'm a germaphobe though because like i said if i go to the bathroom or i touch anything i'm just like uh, no 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 i gotta wash all this shit off my hands so do you wash your hands before you take a leak or after 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 yeah because if I go before, especially if I'm going like in a public place, and you're using urinal, you get splash back on your hands and stuff. And <laughs> no, I'm trying to have that. Like you ever like you, even if you're peeing like a regular toilet, you feel like all those little like and you're, if you wear shorts, oh, it's even worse. You can feel all the splashes on your legs and stuff. Gross. That but is. Can't you worse. guys go no hands sometimes? Uh, I mean, you can, but then you still got to touch all the shit that's in the bathroom. Like literally, there's poo particles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I'm wondering about, though, because, you, you know, like you taught you, you touch you're saying you like run into chemicals a lot, but you also run into more germs than you realize probably too at the same time. Yes. You know what I mean? I think like when I like when I wash my hands, I'm like I'm like, oh, okay. I just went walk through Kroger and got groceries. I'm like, ew, gross. I could have got salmonella. I could have got all the babies touching the carts, you know? Yeah. Um, all the people just being nasty with like digging in their nose and digging in their butt and stuff. But if I'm like, if like, for instance, if I, if I go to something like that, I'm like washing my hands when I get back in the house, especially now after like this whole pandemic bullshit, like I'm way more conscious about that. But Today, it's just... I threw a coffee away. Cause someone walked too close to me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, I, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, I, I know this dude had COVID like two weeks ago. Fuck this. <laughs> Throwing it away. 
Yeah, but like think about it, like if I'm working, if I'm just in, in and around my house and I'm just like working on like my bike or, you know, my car or, you know, doing something that's not really what I would consider germy, but it's more chemicals. Like I might just go like I might like just wash my hands off real quick, grab like a snack, throw it in my mouth and continue doing something, you know, but there ain't no damn way I do that if I just went to the bathroom or like picked up like, I don't know, like some raw chicken or something you know i don't know so that that was going to be my question when you cook chicken how long how many times do you wash your hands through that process ah, three or four yeah i try, I try to like if if it's going to be if i'm not like going to be handling more raw chicken like within like the next couple like minutes i'll wash my hands like right after i touch it and then if i gotta do something to it then yeah uh Eggs, not so much. I'm not too. I'm not as worried about eggs, but definitely zero percent worried about eggs. I guess people eat raw eggs all the time, huh? Yeah. 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 I'm a. I'm always. I don't know if I. I'm not too worried about the germs or whatever from raw chicken, but I think I'm just. I just hate the sliminess of it, you know. Yeah, that too, and then it dries and gets in your fingers. And you yeah, that. that's not good. That shit ain't good. I'm just extremely scared of E. coli, so I probably wash my hands probably <laughs> six times while I'm eating chicken. Every time you look at it, you gotta wash your hands. Because I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna touch the refrigerator door handle. Yeah. Now I gotta wipe that shit down. Oh, um, I touched the trash can. Oh fuck. Yeah. Touch the cabinet handle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Like, or like when you go, if you go to somebody else's house or maybe your own house and you like live with somebody and you grab the refrigerator door and you feel like something gritty or sticky on the back of it, you're like, oh, oh. what the fuck? Who did that? <laughs> yeah. I have a flashlight in my uh, truck, like just in case I need it, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and it was like sticky for some reason. And I just fucking threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to fuck with that, you know. No, you don't know what was there. <laughs> uh, but uh, go ahead. I want to go back real quick to uh, profane with uh, gas prices and oil. Where, like, where do you see that going, or how do you see that ending? I guess. Oh, uh, where it's going up and up and up. Uh, <clears throat> I don't see any into it right now. I don't know I what to guys- say other than that. I don't know if you can really talk too much about it, but how do you guys like strategize? Like, what do you, you, is that your current thinking basically? Just it's heading up until you see other signs basically. Well, we are lucky that we're naturally long, meaning we are buying a bunch of oil. So as long as I'm buying it now and selling it in the future, and I think it's going to go up, then that's, pretty good because like basically i'll buy 80 dollar oil now and i think that i could sell it for 85 in the future so in general it's easier for our business right right um what would stink is and and in general is if you're always buying oil and you're having to buy this all this expensive oil right um you got to make sure that you can sell the gasoline or the diesel or whatever you're selling on the back end at enough profit but i think right now um, the outlook on diesel is is pretty bullish because we got to transport all these products all around the country that everybody needs. 
Sure. Yeah, I don't know how. <clears throat> and there are different ways that you can do uh, kind of complex trades. They call it like market structure trades. They're a little less risky where you could say, hey, I think a barrel now is going to be worth more than a barrel in the future. So you go long the front and short the back. And then, uh, you know, net, net, if you're right, uh, you'll win. So there, there are different structured trades that you can do if you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah, what do you, like, what's with Europe? Is Are they just struggling because they don't have as many... I guess it's just their infrastructure and stuff. They don't have as many resources. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's uh, political or they were locked down a lot longer than we were. But, uh, you know, okay. they're also just, you know, oil and pollution has fallen out of favor, right? So they have more taxes on pollution and carbon and things like that. Um, so, you know, when when you take more coal and natural gas and things like that offline uh, and you don't have the renewables or the renewables go out, right? You have a non windy, windy day and you don't have enough coal or gas or nuclear to cover for it. You end up in a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think nuclear is the solution, huh? I, I, I don't that I don't not sure of. Um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I think it's a it's a option, a a better option maybe than coal um, yeah. in the future. Um, just because it, it it's not renewable per se, but it's a little bit cleaner um, from my understanding. Other than like the raw material, um, obviously it's not as clean as wind or solar, but. It's hard to get to any, just like you were saying, profane. Like you, you, you still need some of these things. Like you need coal, you need natural gas, you need oil to help, like sustain. Because right now we're so supplementing with these renewables, and we to get to a point where you're supplementing the renewables with, um, you know, fossil fuels is that's gonna that's gonna be a while. But like you're saying, Europe's pushing towards um, a more eco-friendly um way of life i know china they after even even what one big thing that happened in the last couple of weeks was china pledged to be i think they said carbon neutral by either 2030 or no 2050 i think or it might even been 2080 um just because like and they're huge with like they're, they're definitely not into renewables because they're still trying to build their hegemony right now so uh and i i, I get it do i agree with it no because they're just like fucking everybody else over to try to get theirs. But I mean, hey, what can you do? So, yeah, it's, it's funny. It kind of brings up like a interesting thing that I've been thinking about. Uh, and I don't know the ins and outs of this, but it's one thing I've noticed. Uh, I don't want to say philosophy or something. So I'd be interested to get your guys' thoughts on this. I need to, I'm kind of just throwing it out to you guys as a first thought, but it's kind of funny to me. So actually, like, when when you are making renewables, a lot of that stuff is mined. So, for instance, mm -hmm. if you're going to do renewables, you're basically going to do cobalt or lithium or some mm -hmm. other type of thing. So it's kind of funny to me that we're like mining more. We're basically replacing oil, which is in the ground and saying like, no, 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 no. We don't like that because when you light it on fire, it 
pollutes the air, right? So you're saying like, hey, instead of doing that, we're going to just use this other thing out of the ground. And hopefully over the long term, like it won't create as much uh, uh, like pollution, uh, air pollution. But you're really just replacing one. You're just saying like one thing that's coming out of the ground is better than the other. So it's like you're still destroying the earth in a way. Um, hopefully the longevity on these things is outlast, you know, burning stuff and polluting the, the, um, the air. But, you know, what's funny is like the mining actually surges gas prices. And then once you get it out of the ground, you got to ship it all around the world and stuff. So that, you know, it just actually increases, uh, diesel demand and shit like that. I certainly agree with that. I mean, it's, and I, what, what I'll say is you kind of got to, it's, it's one of those things like you got to spend money to make money. And like, I don't think anybody disagrees that um, if, it, yes, you have to use fossil fuels at, at this point in time to get those, um, you know, those specific metals and um, alloys that are coming from the ground. Uh, I would definitely like, this is me uneducated uh, in the subject. My brain, like I would trade um, like those um, those metals for um, for the fossil fuels and the, down the line only because like it's coming from the ground. But I think the byproduct you get from um, those is less, from my understanding. Um, so you're like what people are i think what people are pissed off about with the fossil fuels are they're mainly concerned with like global warming and or climate change or however you want to whatever you want to call it um and by how we or how we use these things by aka burning them in various uh ways is contributing to climate change so i think that's what we're worried about so while you're still still tearing up the earth to get these things yeah i think people i think people are are saying, hey, at least if we're going to tear up the earth, at least we're not going to make it worse on ourselves. Because at the end of the day, there's fine, very finite resources on here. And like, what is it? Is it? Um, I can't remember. Is it the law of thermodynamics? You know, like you can't create something out of nothing. Um, or I can't remember. It's not thermodynamics. Uh, fuck. What is that word? I can't, or is that? It's not energy new. can't be created or destroyed. You're saying? Yes, exactly. Or yeah, matter can neither be created nor destroyed. Um, is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I have to Google that. There's gonna be somebody listening to us like you fucking idiots. Why don't you know about this? Ah. Um, but yeah, it, it's whatever that one. I'll 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 Google it right now. But so like until we get hit with some more asteroids and get some more metals dropped on us, you know, or like we find a secret Wakanda out there, man. I I think we're we're gonna have to figure out another way to do it because we're gonna quickly run out of that shit. And even if you like, you're probably going to in the next few hundred years, it's going to turn into space mining. And cause that's the only thing yeah. we can do. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I just found out today freaking Mars doesn't even have a, um, like a magnetic field. So they don't have freaking uh, metals. I'm sure they have some type of metal in their, in their soil, but like they don't have a magnetic core. <laughs> so like, what are we going to do for that? You know? Like how are we going to bring metals back from there? Um, you got to find some other way to do it. So, 
until we can until we can start creating something or maybe somebody will figure out a way to create matter i don't know i think we'll figure it out somebody will yeah as long as It'll, we make it past the six thousand years exactly we only have a couple <laughs> more years left <laughs> well then like five years after that they're gonna be like oh wait we did the calculation wrong it's actually tomorrow <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's the, here it is it's the law of conservation btw <laughs> yeah no well that, that and what's funny so you're talking about oh we did the math wrong that's legit how they figured out that they were like, they're like oh wait no it's actually year 59.92 not year 57.91 or whatever it was they said oh we actually found these law these these missing 112 years <laughs> i'm not joking i shit you not we found like <laughs> we we found out we've been missing these 112 years somewhere in the uh in the annals of human history so yeah uh speaking uh, of what well, we were kind of talking about i mean i don't want to want to throw us off too much but port just got married yeah yep just had the uh ceremony we got married um, yeah we got married in august 2020 on paper but yeah for all intents congratulations purposes. how did the ceremony go um it was it was <laughs> or the the party sorry it was it uh is. a shit show leading up to it but then it was like six hours of fun and it was like oh, what okay. what was the shit show leading up to it oh i mean just like kind of we talked about of uh <clears throat> planning for the logistics you know fighting about the stupid details the fucking invites or whatever it is you know what i mean and i should have just caved earlier like you said <laughs> it was a but, good uh, way like what the the end product was good i enjoyed myself yeah i'm glad i'm glad it was uh <clears throat> it was good uh it, it's just like a huge party obviously you know what i mean and mm. i should have taken it from that perspective more but it was it was fun to have everybody there and we were trying to fight the feeling of like oh shit everybody's here we have to talk to everybody Instead, we were trying just to have fun, and I think we, uh, I think we met that goal. So that was nice. Good. Yeah, I think I, I like when I see like the bride and groom like actually going around and just like having fun instead of feeling like like just standing at the table and like having to like shake hands with everybody, talk to, like feeling like they got to make her make the way around. Um, right. It kind of takes away from it because then you don't get to spend the time with your friends. Instead, you got to like talk to your uncle Joe, who you've seen once in the last, you know. 10 years um, yeah there was um there's one situation where i was like walking with madison and some girl was like hey madison can i get a picture and i was like okay and then i was like standing there and some other like woman was there and i was like who is this girl and she's like oh that's my daughter and i'm like okay <laughs> you know? i it's just like i don't know everybody who's here it's kind of like a weird yeah thing, you know? And also, I gotta say, <clears throat> I think COVID's fake because I <laughs> when it, when we left the church, you know, like we had like 150 people, and I like shook off their hands and like said thanks thanks for coming. Yeah, uh, I definitely which, fucking got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way, that's a we we stole that from her brother actually, Madison's brother. Of <clears throat> uh, a good idea to like that way you say hi to everybody essentially, you know, check the box. But, you know, you kind of get it over with. But so I shook everybody's hand and I didn't get COVID. It's like, I mean, maybe it's fake. You know, I don't know. But, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's just interesting. You know, I, I don't know everybody who's there even, you know. So, yeah, you could get stuck in a, in a quandary, basically. Quadri is a good word. So how'd you do the DJ situation? So we actually got kind of hooked up with, like, Madison had some friends that did different stuff. Like, one of her bridesmaids' brothers, uh, brother does uh, DJ. Nice. And he, he did a good job, I think. <clears throat> yeah, he did. I thought so. I always, uh, I'm always nervous about like trying to go up and request songs because I know they're like one day if I get married or when I get married, um, I know I'm going to have like certain songs that I want played, but like, if you give like the DJ free reign, which you want them to do, because if they're feeling it then then everybody else is going to be feeling it. Um, but like trying to play that fine line of, Hey, play these. I was a huge douche to our DJ. I was like, Hey. I got like 50 songs that are required. He had no free At some point, he was like, dude, fuck you. Your songs are trash. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Savage. But Uh, it was funny because leading up to the wedding, other couples that were married were talking to me. And they were like, they just happened to go um, along the theme of everything that went wrong at their wedding. And then they just looked at me and they're like, ah, I'm sure yours will be fine. Like one person's like <laughs> somebody like got hurt or something. Another person, like some woman stole a baby or something like that. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, that one took the cake, I think. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just like a bunch of other stuff that like went wrong or like at the last minute. And then I was like, oh, great. You know, um, but I don't know. I'm sure something, maybe something went wrong in the background, but I didn't really notice. But I think everything was pretty good. Yeah, I thought so. Um, I, I I will say I know you guys did the it was it was tacos, right? Kind of. Yeah. Dude, I was nervous because like ever since I, I got sick one time in Guam because and I'm positive it was because I got it from the buffet, and every time I see buffets and especially with COVID now. I'm like, oh, shit, everybody's touching this. I just see germs everywhere. I'm like, oh, fuck. But I just sucked it up. But it was good. I didn't get sick from it, clearly. Um, but it just made me think. I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I'm always, like, like I'm, I'm nervous around buffet, so I tried to get up there first. But uh, here's a question. Um, again, completely unrelated. Is it out of pocket to bring food into a restaurant? Like, so imagine. Yes. Like, if- <laughs> Like if I like if I just like walked into your wedding and I was like uh, I decided to actually just get this steak from St. Elmo's over here and bring it in and just start eating it like without people looking at me crazy or even worse if I went to a restaurant and brought food in. Well, I think you're in your right there. I'm always bringing a Gatorade <laughs> or a water. I know okay. that's not bringing in other food okay. per se. I try to crush food before I go to a restaurant though. Uh, no way see, I spend less. Yeah. I think it's Annie, um, <laughs> I think it's looked down upon. But yeah, I agree that it's like it's your kind of free like I guess it's their establishment, but it's like like where where do we draw the line there? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I to be fair, I think it's kinda of, is out of pocket, but also I've done it before where you're just like at steak and shake and you bring in some McDonald's and just like sitting down because everybody's there. German food into a French restaurant and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's the other thing like too. A, it's like if you buy something from them, can't you do whatever else you want? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I I guess I wouldn't care if I was at a restaurant or I you know own the restaurant or whatever, and they got something, but then they ate something else too. It's like I, I don't I don't give a shit. You know? 
Yeah, I can see how it's touchy. It's a touchy subject. What uh, what situation were you in? When I brought McDonald's into um, Steak and Shake, or was just that, in general? <laughs> was that actually a situation? Oh yeah, like when I was in high school. Oh okay. You're like it, it, I was just thinking about it randomly. Like I think about some shit. Like I do sometimes feel bad because I'll do that. Like if if like my wife wants to go somewhere and I want to go somewhere else. And then I feel it, like an asshole when I do it. Well, like, especially if it, if you're eating, like, out on their patio, I feel like it should be accepted. But if you're eating it inside the restaurant, um, depending on the type of restaurant, like, I think the cutoff has got to be, like, <laughs> the, 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 the cutoff level has to be, like, if it's above Applebee's, you can't do it. <laughs> if, it if it's higher, if it's higher than Applebee's, then you can't do it. But below, you'll be okay, I think. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're like the manager, you're probably like, okay, you're not allowed to do this. But if it happens once, that's fine. You yeah. know, but you don't know if this is just, <laughs> you know. If you come in with Chick-fil-A every day to a McDonald's or something. Yeah, they're going to fucking kill you, I think. But. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite way, maybe not. But but uh, what about, yeah. have you ever gotten in trouble for stealing like a, uh, yeah. or or like getting a water cup and getting Sprite or Coca-Cola? Or have you ever seen anyone get in trouble for this? Uh, I think, I'm, I want to say I've seen it one time. Somebody was like, hey, did you pay for that? You know, like, why are you getting in a water cup or something like that? Um, Here's the other thing too, is like, okay, we were talking about, People, this is a little bit of a tangent, but people uh, getting hired, it's like these guys don't get paid enough to yell at people for this. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. And also, they're like so busy, they probably don't even notice, you know? And you mean to tell me at McDonald's where you can get any size drink for a dollar that it's going to really <laughs> fucking matter that I got this little small Dixie cup for <laughs> right? Come on. We got, we got homeboy over here coming back for – like two and three trips with a, that big ass yeah. <laughs> extra large cup, you know, the, that ain't making a difference. Yeah. You're at like a Zaxby's or something and they yell at you <laughs> and then you're like, well, profane fucking brought Chick-fil-A in here. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Why don't you yell at him? <laughs> you just tell him like when they get yeah, you for um, getting a water cup, just like, just put it on Herbert's tab over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I He's think, got, got me I think it does. That does help deter it a little bit if you go in there with somebody else and they buy something. I wouldn't. I don't know. I guess I'm pretty chill, so I wouldn't give a shit. But <clears throat> I think if I'm if I'm working for the company, I'm not willing to like put myself online. Put your life on the line. <laughs> yeah, he just comes out. He's like, "What did you say?" And just shoots you over the what cup of water, you know? My Kendrick Lamar out here. But that's, um, you know, when I at my high school job at Staples. I remember thinking, like, if somebody were to steal, like, you know, like, rob us or something, I would, like, think to – I would think I would want to um, try to stop them, you know? But even their policy or everybody's policy usually is just let them do it and just, you know, whatever. Um, file we don't need it. Well, we don't need a hero. You, you just start coughing and sneezing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, it's, yeah, it's like, why the fuck would I care about it if somebody stole something – you know, like if they stole like an ink cartridge out of Staples or something, you know, yeah. like they don't pay me enough for that or, you know, I don't care enough for that. You know, it pushes all of our prices up. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> 
shit. Damn. Uh, what were you saying? Were you, I feel like we, we were talking about some of the conversation pieces we had before the show. Uh, what did you guys have? I remember, can't remember. God kind of ran through my mind real quick. Um, I got something. So I've been, I took Madison's medicine by accident for a week. <laughs> what kind of medicine? Uh, I don't know what it Well, that's part of the point. I don't know what it was. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I don't know if I can actually say this, but uh, this is in case, you know, this is good. It's getting recorded because this is in case I take like a urinalysis in like a week or something and I pop positive or something. But uh, yeah, I so actually this leads to another thing. I went to uh, backpacking in the Grand Tetons. Oh, yeah. Which, nice. Which actually leads to, did you guys hear about that girl that got killed in the Grand Tetons? Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it became, like, nationwide. I think it was because it was, like, sensationalized. But she was, I was there, like, right around the same time as her, actually. Uh, Do you like think was, you saw him? I don't think so. I think when we started the trail, they said, like, somebody was missing. and But I don't think it was her. But uh, luxury for, and I, th- tell me if I'm wrong, Profane, but. They are both these. This couple was like bloggers, and I think it was only boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Not husband and wife. Correct. Um, uh, they might have been fiance. Oh, fiance. But they were like vlogging, and I think you know maybe like going park to park or something like that. And then I think he went back, and he was by himself or something. And then she was missing, and then they end up found. They found her, and then they. I think they thought you know maybe it was like a um accident or something but then they wrote it like a homicide and i i've lost the story since but i think they're trying he's to still him. missing so yeah. i guess he went out in some type of van uh I, I, and again i don't know all the details but she he comes back with her van um and pulls out like a thousand dollars off of her debit card oh, uh rolls into his parents house without her which is, or his parents lived like in Florida. Uh, so he was quite far away. Um, and then he leaves his parents' house. His parents say they don't know which way he went. Or they said that he was going to some Everglades park. And then they have not found him. So the oh, killer's shit. on the loose. Damn. Well, shit. Um, Anyways, so that happened. And then you said you were going through the Tetons, though, yeah? Yeah, and I um other than being out of shape i i didn't like have an accident or like fall or anything but i just like hurt my knee because i tore my acl in high school and i think i like re-aggravated it or something like that mm. but it was just hurting yeah it kind of it fucking sucked um but so i got medicine for that and long story short like I, you know we put it in the medicine cabinet but you know i'm a fucking <laughs> I'm a fucking strong-willed man, so I'm, I'm not going to take the medicine the fucking doctor gave me, you know? <laughs> uh, of course. Which, uh, what kind of medicine was it? Like a painkiller? Yeah, it was just ibuprofen. And then the other thing okay. was like a, it was like an in, um, anti-inflammatory, like to reduce the uh, swelling and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or maybe antibiotics, I guess. But um, I took that, but then I didn't take the painkiller like ibuprofen. And then I was talking to Madison about it, and I was like, I guess I'm a fucking idiot. I should probably just do what the doctor tells me to, huh? Uh, so <laughs> so I go to take the medicine. Oh, and I forgot to say, I when we got the medicine, Madison picked it up. So when I look at the bottle, it says Madison's name on it, and I'm like, because I'm a fucking idiot. I'm like, oh, it's just because 
it's just, oh, she's laughing in the other room about this. That's good. Uh, <laughs> it's I was like, oh, it just says Madison because she picked it up. Those guys, are, <laughs> those guys are fucking idiots. The prescriptions for me, you know. But <laughs> but then I do it for like a week. And the funny part is, the only reason we found out about this is because I usually take like um, a vitamin C supplement or something and fish oil at night. And instead of doing that, I like instinctively just took the medicine and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm only supposed to take this once a day. So I tell Madison, I'm like, Madison, I took this uh, twice. Do you think I'm OK? She's like, that's my fucking medicine. <laughs> <laughs> you, meanwhile, you're growing tits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like more sensitive and stuff like that. But uh but yeah, so that's how that went. And I was like, I am such a fucking idiot. And I even like looked at the pill or, you know, the the bottle and it said whatever, you know, medicine. And I'm like, maybe I should look this up. Like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, well. Madison, do you have anything to say? She said I'm dumb. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, I'll tell you what I thought was sorry because you brought up Madison I thought was funny was uh, when me and uh, Maria were leaving Kansas for the wedding uh, and (laughs) I was talking to you and Madison because I stopped by to drop off the tux or the suit (laughs) and yeah, I was like oh so how long you guys are going to stay here and Madison's like ah maybe you know another day or two and then you're like I think we got to leave tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think your mom likes me making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, I would make like little funny, you know, jokes at Madison and her her brother and her dad would laugh, you know, but her mom, I guess, like she wouldn't laugh or she would just be like, yeah. And then finally, she like kind of blew up on me. It was kind of like, uh, like you always say with the 40-year virgin with the uh, Kevin Harway's like, I don't know what you said, but I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> you know <laughs> One time I made a joke about Madison, and she was like, uh, Port, I'm going to take that as a joke, okay? Because I hope it's a joke, you know? And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> oh, the old mother-in-law, huh? Yeah. <laughs> her, dad, her dad loves it. She, he loves the jokes, but she uh, apparently – I. Uh, it was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back, I guess, kind of thing, you know? <laughs> it's funny how the da- I think dads – they usually understand other dudes like because she has she has uh is it one brother yeah one brother and another sister right no just a brother oh just a brother okay yeah it, it at least if you're if you're on the dad side you know you're you're in a good spot i think so i mean i'd hope you're in a good spot you're married <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> isn't that always how it is it seems like you always want to gain favor with your like I want to gain favor with Madison's dad. She wants to gain favor with my mom. You know, like your same yeah. sex, basically. Mm-hmm. Is that how it is with you guys, profane? I the don't in-laws? know. I feel like if you can get on the mother-in-law's good side, then you're golden. You can do no harm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. Well, but, I think. I think you get carte blanche with the mother-in-law, but you strive to. That is get, true. To be like liked by the dad, you know, because like if the mother-in-law doesn't like you, you're just like, ah, okay, whatever. Like she's mother-in-law, of course she's not like she's not gonna like me. But the dad likes you, you're like, all right, cool. But see, I'm screwed on that because there's no like similar <laughs> interest. 
as far as like basketball or something uh, like that, uh, or auto racing, it's like hunting and fucking, I don't know, uh, See, I action movies. Have you, um, do they try to like take you hunting or something like that? Have you tried it out before? Or uh, We went to the gun range one time and... I'm going to be honest, so I'm not a gun person, but I got a little wigged out when I walked in and there was some <laughs> Asian dude with a massive sniper rifle, like <laughs> dialing it in. I'm like, this dude could just turn 45 degrees and yeah. blast me and I'd be done. Dude, that's happened a couple of times. And that's what yeah, took out. That's what took out the American sniper, dude. Right. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh since we're talking about relationship i just remembered one other thing i wanted to ask um so i think it's a long-standing um maybe joke but long-standing understanding that it always seems like when you're in a relationship uh, girls always hit on you or they seem more attracted to you 100 percent. i think that's true man yeah so, so here's my question, and the the real we should have a, uh, a female on the podcast to verify this, or one who's willing to give some honest, like take a deep look in themselves. Do you uh, want me to uh, see if I can get this going right now? Uh, yeah, you can ask uh, ask the old lady. But um, one sec. But I'll continue with this. But um, is it because they're like, oh man? He's taken. He's so he's so hot now. Or is it because they're like, oh, man, like he's taken. So he must be a nice guy and I can have a friendly conversation with him and just like kind of play flirt. And I think it's uh, that that is a good that is an interesting proposition or dynamic. But I think it's more so maybe you are more confident, kind of, you know what I mean? Or and maybe you don't even, realize ahead, it. Sorry. So, so we have a a guest on the potty. Oh and shit! So you may I'm need. Not to, on the potty. So <laughs> you. The potty, no, not the potty. Yeah, that's, yes, okay, the potty. So you may need to rephrase Lux, but I think uh, Lux has a problem when he is taken. More girls are looking at him and smiling and saying what up, and I I think maybe the question is is do girls notice guys that are taken and want them more? No, guys notice that they're taken and now they're looking elsewhere. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Back up on us. oh quick. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Whoa. That, I think it's the kind of reverse psyche of like, now you can look, but you can't touch that, those beautiful girls who were kind and funny and feel like they're flirting with you. were probably always there. Mm. Do you think maybe you were just on the grind and now you're not, you're taken. So you're like, dang, the girl's being so kind to me because my own girlfriend's trying to make French onion soup in the oven and clanging around and whatever not. <laughs> Do you that's, think the, that's, that's an alternate, uh, uh, an alternate proposition that I hadn't thought of. Hmm. I would call that a hot take. Does, uh, a hot take. Do you think Press it's also buzzer. Do you think it's also because the guy is probably more confident because he's probably not nervous because he's like, oh, I'm already taken, so I'm I'm secure. But yes, I think why. there's a lot to a secure man. Yeah, I wonder how that is. Yeah. How about no, this? I think that's a really valid point. I think that knowing that you've got someone's love and that they're invested in you, 
um, makes you invest more in yourself. And therefore, yeah, you're feeling good. You're feeling good. You're looking good. You're willing to be you're confident. You got nothing to lose. A little, a little kinder. Right. Maybe smile a little bigger. Yeah. How about this one? Because I we we're you guys are off the uh, off the air for while we were talking about this. But do you think it's it could be one of those things where um, now that you're like you're taken, like maybe a woman's like, hey, you know, he's taken. So like I can just have a conversation with him because I don't have to worry about, oh, man, he's just going to hit on me. Um, X, Y, Z. Like we can just like talk. Or is that not really a thing? Well, I, I think it depends on the circumstance that you're talking to the guy. Are, are you just meeting him or have you known him a while? You know, if you're like just at a bar and you don't know his circumstance and you're still being kind. Um, and then all of a sudden he says like, oh, you know, my girlfriend's out of town. It's just me and the guys hanging out, you know, boys night. And you're like, oh, cool. OK, I don't know if that would make me feel more or less secure, honestly. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. um, but there might be something to that as well, where she feels like, oh, poof, I don't have to worry about it because he's got a girlfriend. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody feels more free or relaxed, I guess, huh? Yeah, right. that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, and even, even if it's like, a girl, let's, let's say not even girlfriend, like let's say you're married. You get So you have your wedding band on and they're like, oh, OK, like they can just like have lighthearted conversation instead of like, like, you know, everybody's in a situation where they're like sitting at the bar waiting to get a drink and like just it's calamity around you and then like some person next to you just like oh my god i hate coming out i hate going to bars i'm getting too old for this and there's like the next person next to you she just like start talking to him and it happens to be a girl or it's a guy if you're a girl or whatever interaction um who you could potentially have some kind of relationship with um and like them saying like oh she has a wedding ring or he has a wedding ring you can just be like oh cool like yeah like they're not just like throwing that out there like a fishing line they're like oh they're sincere about it maybe mm. or not <laughs> i would love to say the wedding band on the hand is a, like a secure like nothing is going to happen <laughs> nothing is, but i i don't i don't know if i fully believe that. okay that's fair that's fair i know yeah. i know a lot of girls will will falsely wear rings on their hand what to signal to guys to say like hit like Oh, this girl, this chick's married. Shit. Oh. Uh, okay. Let maybe let's not proceed forward with what we were going to try so hard to do. Or um, maybe somebody's like, "Hey, <laughs> I like a chat." Like, like, like they're saying when they're when they're single is one versus twenty, but when they're taken, it's one on one. Yeah. One on one. You better odds. I, I yeah, play that game of hoops. <laughs> the well, uh, the girl on Homeland. Uh, it's fictional, I guess, but she wears a wedding ring because she only wants like a one night stand. So she knows that guys that will talk to her will, are only looking for one thing, basically. There's an interesting take for you right there. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Thank you, by the way. Uh, she stepped away. Yeah. Oh no. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Whenever you get a chance. On a side note, another, this just reminded me, so I was uh, working out at the gym and at our, at least at work, we have like our own like physical therapist slash athletic trainer. And uh, he was saying that he found out apparently if you have, if you wear pineapple upside down, it means you're a swinger. No, you know, this, wait, like, on your, like anything, wait, like, on your you shirt? Have, 
shirt, if it's like you're wearing earrings, if you no way. Yeah, Dude, I, I think I think these are all made like I've seen so many different <laughs> swinger things. Is it all like a joke? You know, <laughs> I don't know. No, that's real. It's that's real. Swinger. It's verified. Upside oh, down really? pineapple. What? <laughs> Upside down pineapple meeting on Google. About eight million results in half a second. <laughs> Pineapples are a secret sign used by swingers to identify each other in public. Oh my if God, you see quick. an upside down pineapple, it means that someone is actively looking for a swinger priority. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, the first thing cruisemommy.co. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have I, different uh, settings on our, our Google because <laughs> I, put, <laughs> I, put, uh, I put upside down pineapple and I got pineapple recipes. Yeah, so did I. Pineapple. <laughs> But then, like the third one down, it says uh, it's got. It took me to an Amazon link, and it says, um, <laughs> "I'll I'll drop the link in the, not the description, <laughs> but the <laughs> chat." Uh, but yeah, it's like got all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. It says like one, uh, it says funny plays well with other swinger gift for men and women T-shirt. Um, yeah. Interesting. That's funny. I I saw an article. Couple accidentally gave a signal they were swingers while on holiday. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing like a bikini that has upside down pineapples on it. So you, you could put pineapples outside your door to signify that a swinger party is going on. That's a great prank. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that is pretty good. You gotta wait that. till there's like a bunch of cars in front, like they do. Or I might start giving people these shirts. Is like <laughs> oh, that would be savage. Especially if you can get like a nice one. Mm-hmm. Or like, like it, it, it's like a collared shirt, like a button down. Right, right. It's got, got it upside down. Oh, I got one for you guys. Here you go. <laughs> uh, where's the party? At? <laughs> Oh hell yeah, dude! This yeah. So apparently it's a thing. Now it's verified. I think people do that with um lights also. People will put like different color, uh, different color lights on like their driveway or like their um, what do you call that? Like their entryway to their house. Meaning yeah. Different well, what is it like green light or something like that? I think I I, I had to look this up because my neighbor has it. I guess green light means supports the military. Oh, okay. Interesting. But uh, I think you can get different color lights. And now with the uh, like those smart homes and stuff and smart bulbs, you can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you can have a fucking disco out there. <laughs> yeah, you bring in all the people in. Bring in swingers, bring in the military people, bring in, you know, whatever have you. Uh, profane. You know, you're on financial Twitter, right? Fintwit? Yes. Love it. It's the uh, best. <laughs> have, you, have you noticed... There's a bunch of like influencers on there that are just like models or something, and they don't actually know anything financial related. Tremendous. And, and I think they're just like people pay them just to like, you know, they they create that like somebody smart creates the content and they just read it or something like that. Have you ever noticed that? I have not noticed that. My favorite is um 
Well, I mean, there's just so many, like where it'd be like Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Board, and then he's giving out horrible financial advice. <laughs> like he'll just tell you like while Tesla's going up and up and up, short like it, actually? short it. Yeah. Um, it's it's not actually him. It's a, a fake, a parody oh. account, per se. Um, gotcha. I, there's so many of these bad financial advice guys out there. Some of them are funnier than others. I think the stuff that alarms me is the guys who are like actually trying to sell bad stuff, but I don't follow many of those guys. (laughs) Did you, do you know about Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker? (laughs) Oh, tremendous. That is real. Follow it. Yeah. Luxury, you know about this? I've heard about it. Like they're, they're talking about it. And cause they like, of course, what people, what do people say? Oh, she's insider trading. Uh, which may be the case. I don't know for sure. I don't think so. I think that she has a really fucking good financial planner, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there, they, they had it on NPR talking about it saying like how she's, people are following her and just making crazy good moves now. That's so fucking funny, man. Like, um, damn, there's someone's going to say, um, what were we talking about too? Like, two subjects ago well i was trying to look it up to prove myself but i had always heard that an upside down smiley face on <laughs> a massage parlor means that they give happy endings oh we go with christmas lights yeah christmas lights in the windows of massage parlor is that what that is at least in guam that's, that's what it was okay Asia. how many how much balls do you have to have to ask for that you know what i mean like What's the risk reward there? I guess it's pretty good, I guess. Huh? <laughs> like what's the risk, I guess, is like I think like, you have no. to deny it at the actual places, right? Yeah. From my understanding, I talked to somebody who was who said they went and got one and it just she, she, next thing you know, she was just like just started doing it. He was like, Oh, no, okay. Hey. Yeah, I guess you don't ask <laughs> if you ask you know, if you ask for it, it's not a real thing, huh? Yeah. You don't know what you're doing if if so. Um, damn, there's something. Oh man, I can't think of what it was. You're talking about um, Jerome Powell and um, Nancy was it? Pelosi influencers yeah. models. About, yeah, it was something. It was something having to do with Twitter. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I got a uh, I got a hot take for you against your boy Elon. Um, hot t- hot take. In 15 years, GM and Ford are gonna bury Tesla. <laughs> when it comes to the electronic uh, or electric car market, hot take. I don't know, man. I mean, it'll be funny to look back, I suppose, if we're all still alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we're all not freezing in the in the uh, deadly winter or something, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, I like the Tesla model of, uh, like the business model of, they don't have a bunch of fucking dealerships out there you know, but they're still able to make sales and just ship it to people. So I think they have less overhead in BS, you know, but I don't know. I think they're kind of inflated right now, just like the stock market is my, my, my opinion, but here's why, here's why I think they're going to get buried is because they like the, the products they make, they can't meet, they can't keep to a timeline. They make products that are suspect as far as quality, like, the like outside of you know like they're everybody's like okay instant torque yeah okay got it they're you know the model s super fast got it um 
they got this Cybertruck that's supposed to come out. Like, when is it supposed to come out? I don't know. But the fucking electric F-150 costs less and is already about to be out. <laughs> and they just said it. Like, like this is last year, and it's already about to be done. They got two companies, like at least GM, you have two companies, or major companies, who are already good at making cars. And they're like, okay, we got the electric vehicle kind of figured out. GM has already had electric vehicles. They got they got their shit doing the same thing that Teslas can within very short amount of years because they I think they've already been having that technology and it's quality. And then people also, if something breaks, they can go they can take it to their dealership and not have to wait for somebody um, to come say, oh well, you gotta wait, you know, and do this that and the other. So I think that's what I think. <clears throat> I think they're going to beat Tesla and like once they're once they start getting everything full up electric, I think they're going to I think they're going to bury them. So can I do a counterpoint to that? Go for it. Uh, And I have. So I I randomly got a text from a friend who was like, hey, I'm going to short Tesla and was giving me this whole rundown. So it must be a topic like out there on CNBC or something. Uh, So I'm unfamiliar with the topic, but my thought uh, my, my counterpoint, and I'm not saying I side with this at all, but doesn't Tesla take their self-driving technology that they're so much further along than the Ford F-150 or whatever um, and say, hey, I'm going to license it to Ford and Toyota and all these guys. And then so there's Tesla technology in the dash of every vehicle made by other manufacturers. And that, I'm not sure. It might be. I, I don't know. Addition to that, and I don't necessarily know what the data would be necessarily used for, but my understanding is every Tesla out there is collecting data 24-7 when its cars are rolling around mm-hmm. um, via camera bumps uh, where you're going, and it's sending it back to Tesla. So they're seeing all this stuff. They're seeing the roads. They're seeing you know what's going on out there, and now they have all that data. So they can sell it for you know, whatever, whatever they want to use it for. Right. So that they have so much data that they're not necessarily a car company, they're a data company. And so they're ahead of having all the data ahead of all these other car companies. I'd be, I'd be, I'd give you that, um, that point. I'd I'd take that as a point. If that's what they're going towards, um, if there's, they're not going to be a car company, they're going to be a data company, which especially talking about like Elon and wanting to get that fucking neural link or whatever. <laughs> he's all about, he's all about the data. I mean, that's what he, like he, he's, he's like not to make fun of him. Like this is complete, like legit. Like since he has like a form of Asperger's apparently, like I can see him like being like very good with data and that's kind of like what's informing his model. So like, yeah, that's, that's completely valid. Uh, I do. I'll say this. I know around here, anytime I drive up to Michigan, um, I see um, Lexuses and Toyotas. They got all these kind of funky like cameras on top of them. So they're really going. And I, I look around. I think what they are, they're testing is their self-driving um, vehicles on highway okay. speeds. So I think they're like, I don't know if Tesla, like I haven't done enough research to figure out, or I should say research. I haven't looked up enough information to make an informed like like statement to say that yes tesla sells it to other companies or no i got a feeling i I think maybe some of the smaller companies but i don't think gm and ford um are doing that maybe ford because ford has a history of doing that i'll tell you who 
probably would do that is Chrysler because that's kind of like their MO. Um, so Chrysler, Dodge, G, uh, Jeep, all those guys, they're, they historically always borrow from other car companies. That's why I don't like their cars because nothing is built from the ground up from like, they just take a bunch of parts and stick it together and like, Oh, it's a, it has four wheels and it drives. Go. Right. Right. But, um, yeah. I know GM has been working on some technology for a while. Um, and it sounds like, I think Toyota is all Toyota and Honda are always pretty far up when it comes to, cause they're huge companies, right? Like, Honda is kind of like what Tesla is trying to be. Um, same thing with Toyota because Honda is in everything and they, hell, I think even, I think they even have stuff in space. Honda does like they're, they, they've been doing shit like this. I freaking like, love Honda. I don't know I, why, but I just do. I'm not a huge Honda car fan. I have, I've had Honda motorcycles and stuff like that, which I like that stuff, but not, um, not really their cars, but hell they make a, They make some good racing engines. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Tesla, I think maybe it was like 2010 or something. They they put like cameras on any, every vehicle, so they've been like collecting data ever since. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're more of like a tech data company because and I think they're like light years ahead of everybody and that's I think that's more so what's been creating the value for the stock is that they're getting yeah. ahead on the autonomous driving. Yeah, I think I think I think they will be caught up on because no like now that you saw that, I think it was Volkswagen, they said they're going to be, or no, was it Volkswagen or Audi? One of the German car companies, they say by 2035, they're going to be all electric. Then shortly after that, GM said by 2035, they're going to be all electric. Ford said the same thing. And then, so all these car companies are like, okay, this is what we're going to do. They Most most cars nowadays, they have some capability of somewhat self-driving. I mean, granted, it's it's more rudimentary um but it's like as far as staying in the line and stopping and picking up speed almost like any car you buy now has that kind of technology and i know tesla is waiting to unlock this automatic driver mode or whatever but i just i don't know i think they they take they they push out these deadlines and i think they're too ambitious with them and then but like, but it could be on purpose because it creates a buzz, right? He maybe he knows what he's doing. Creates a buzz, his stock goes up, he gets more money, he can spend, he can now use that money <laughs> to get to get to Mars because that's what he wants to do, right? That's like I'm like yeah. not, again, not making fun of him, like legit, like he wants his goal is to get humans off the planet, so he's going to use all his smarts to do so. Yeah, he wants to be an interplanetary species. This is like real. That's his why. But uh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, has. It's more so like I think he wants to uh, – Tesla's going more towards um, having robo-taxis, I think, is their kind of future as well. If they can finally figure out the autonomous driving and that would get be cool. it to be accepted. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, you're right. I mean, Madison CRV uh, can, like, stay in the, lot, in the lanes. But I actually drove a Tesla recently, and, dude, it's fucking badass what it can do. Really? Uh, I, I don't think anything else can do it right now. Definitely not to the level. It could take you like from anywhere to anywhere right now um, by itself, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, that yeah. is scary. Like it's it detects scary. the it detects the red light stops uh, like right at the spot. It, when the green comes on, it detects it and t- asks you if you want to go. I think it it has to confirm that or something. But otherwise, <laughs> it it does everything itself and like. But and but yeah, like to your point, 
adaptive cruise control is basically self-driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? For all intents and purposes, it's not as in yeah. detail. Like, it's not looking, but the yeah. adaptive cruise control, like, it, it, it's, it's using both radio signals and visual signals from the cameras because, like, it, it, it can do it all, man. And it, it, it's, uh, it's an AI or algorithm that's smart enough to say, these red lights in front of me are starting to get bigger at a increasing rate that it shouldn't. So I'm going to sit, hit my brakes, you know, Yeah. or I'm going to at least notify the driver and then hit my brakes or, Hey, I can tell that I'm drifting out of the lane. And I think Tesla does a little bit more like they use kind of the, they integrate GPS um, previous routes um, because they have that kind of hive mind of information. Um, they can kind of, like that's like the Wi-Fi updating. That's still, I don't know. That's kind of freaky, but Hey, it's easy data, man. And I think we're just very, we're very willing to give up some of that data that we have um, to ease our lives. I'm just the thing I'm always worried about. And this is all how I've always been is at what information have we given up too much data where we're going to be harmed by it, you know? And that's, that's just that, that's just what scares me all the time. Yeah, I got some stuff offline for that. Uh, <laughs> profane what were you gonna say sorry i think i cut you off oh no you're good i i just just thinking about what you guys are saying but got not got nothing good right now um i think we're probably at time actually i think we're probably at like hour and a half or something with the other part yeah probably um, getting close anything else or you want to continue oh i got nothing else really okay i, I got uh, two questions for you. I'm going to tie it into a topic we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. When do you think we're going to see problems getting... When do you think uh, like the commercial airlines are going to start having problems getting airplane parts and we'll start seeing delays and cancellations for airplane parts and the commercial airlines? Mm. I don't know about parts, but manning right now is is happening. Yeah, man is an issue. I think it might be a few years because there's a lot of car, like there's a lot of parts right now that are parked. Um, like they got planes. Like, do you remember like when they had the the seven thirty seven Max like issues? Yeah, like, yeah. They got okay. all those planes parked places, and there's only so many of them, um, and they can just start cannibalizing them. That's one of the things. Like, you don't see that in the like auto industry, like. People don't just, at least like when you go buy a car, they're not like, or you, let's say you lease a car. They don't just say, Hey, you, you know, you, you got to get your transmission replaced. They don't just go, Hey, uh, okay. We're going to go to the boneyard and we're going to pull this, you know, used part off of another car and put it in yours. You know, they don't do that. So it's just right. a different mentality. Um, but that's normal in the aviation um, world so i think it, it's definitely possible i'm i'm still waiting for us to get over this chip shortage uh, i'm kind of concerned about that actually they said it's gonna be like three years oh, man like this that's that's bad news for a lot of things yeah so what do you do just buy a cell phone now in the case that you need it like if you have an <laughs> in the in like if you have like an older iphone it's like oh shit well the price might double in the next year it's going to be three years, so just Maybe. fucking buy it now. 
I dude, I don't know. I think what I think those companies are going to do because what whatever they have in in supply, so that's supply, supply. I think they're going to start like let's say they're, they're I think they're they're in the iPhone, they're on the A13 chip. So they're probably already developing right now the A15 chip. They're probably saying, okay, we're going to push the A15 chip off instead of in four years putting it out. We're going to put that out in six years, and we're going to continue to develop the A14 chip. Which we're going to put out, we were we were going to put out in you know two years. We might put that out either soon, like on time and make it last to make up the gap that the A15 was going to be, and so on. Or they're going to like they're going to have to like basically stretch their current inventory without making new stuff. If that makes sense. That's what I think. I don't know. That might not make any sense at all, too. No, it makes sense. But so. I flew this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And had bad luck when I'm flying out. First off, we're delayed like an hour, an hour and a half. And they're like, hey, we don't have like an ETA. The computer's fucked up. Like, we don't know if we can fix it. So don't freak out. But we're just going to fucking shut it off and turn it back on and see if we <laughs> can if we can roll out of here. So they do. And it works. So I don't know if I should be scared about that, but you had reminded <laughs> me of, of this. They're like, yeah, fucking rebooted correct. We're just going to take off now. I'm like, well, that's fine. <laughs> um, so get out on the runway. They stop us and they're like, hey, we've been notified that somebody will not put on their mask for takeoff. Oh, fuck. We've already been on the thing for an hour and a half. And so you could see people are getting like a little uneasy. They're like, if you, you got about five minutes or we're going to have to pull it back in. <laughs> <laughs> and so we made it out on time on that one, but flying back, same exact thing happens. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like have people f- over the last two years forgot how to behave. You know that there's a federal mask mandate when you go into any uh, airport, if you, Agree or disagree with it. Who cares? But you just know the rules. Like, put it on while the agent walks by you, and then she's going to go back in the front and sit down. You can take it off. No one's going to care. It's like it's like misbehaving in, like, middle school. Like, just do it while the teacher's around, and then we can all fucking take off, and you don't have to worry about it. When they walk by, put it up. Uh, I've been talking, like, some of my coworkers, actually a lot of my coworkers fly, um, for airlines and they said people have been going nuts the last year like <laughs> they're insane. like they, they, they're, dude they're saying like people are just acting wild for no reason like way more than it's ever been ever somebody was just talking about actually how on yeah airlines like the people that would or like you know i don't know how to say this there would always be people that are acting bad and the bad behavior now is like extremely bad. And the people that were acting good is now like extremely good or like courteous, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like everything's just got exacerbated in like one direction or either direction, you know? So there's no like crossover. It's like you're either super nice or you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like extremes. Well, one of the flights, we were on the runway about to take off, and they had to pull the plane back in. It was <laughs> oh, fucking, it, 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 and it, it, I, yeah, on the way back from Miami to Houston, were, you, were people like, Fuck, I was like, yes, people were, off. and so I, was, I thought we were all gonna boo. Like we got like all the people at the front of the plane we were like, we're booing these motherfuckers when they get hauled off of here. 
but like not an air marshal like southwest agent came on and was like hey this is not everyone put your phones down this is not a youtube moment and then this like couple probably like 35 years old like good looking couple like look like normal people just like kind of they had paper in their hand and like got rushed off the plane like before we could boo them uh i just don't understand like that you would protest it it's like now you're gonna have to drive like 20 hours from miami to houston <laughs> like or are you just doing this to like fuck up people's day as a prank and just like protest like i just don't get it i don't know there's so uh i'm trying to think it i think that like there's i know i know of somebody right now this is aviation related but they got a they have a pilot training slot and i'm just gonna say they're they fly um they fly f-15s okay we'll say they fly f-15s they're literally like a couple weeks from graduation so like you know that the military everybody like it's mandated you have to get the vaccine yeah um he like this guy he's literally like a couple weeks from graduation and he doesn't want to take the vaccine so they're going to kick him out and like literally like this job that he's probably dreamed of since you know forever a million other people are like just clawing tooth and nail to get like this position and he just throws decides like nah i don't want to do it and he hasn't even started his air force career Crazy. and he's just like nah dude i, I don't want to take this shit like that's it now that's a different story right um i get it like it, it's completely different from the like, it's not completely different but it's in the same vein like there's a lot of people who are just willing to die on their sword for this and right whether you like it or not like that's it's and, just and i'm cool with that if you have your decision and you made up or whatever but it's like don't fuck everybody this, else's day like <laughs> that's that's kind of my thing it's like you clearly knew what like the requirements were you got through tsa so you like probably put it on and walked through there and then mm -hmm. took it down which is totally cool like just for fucking three minutes put it on so you can take off and convenience yeah. yourself i don't know that is kind of weird that they like went through security and stuff with it on or made it that far you know right right and then i, I guess it was a pure protest i suppose i guess that's the only way but yeah it is true like you could just wear a fucking hoodie and put your hood up and i guess like, yeah maybe that it. was it maybe they just had it under their chin and nobody had stopped them up until that point yeah well i mean they could have just done the old you know eat a bag of chips, you know, and <laughs> leave it down, put a bag of chips on, just right. continually feed yourself, drink water, feed yourself. Yeah. Like, it, there's so many other things. Like, dude, what the fuck, man? I don't know. I, the more and more I think about it, like, maybe, again, this kind of goes back um, to what we were talking before. I, I'm inclined to think things are worse now than they were ever, but we could have also just been ignorant to the fact of, like, this shit happens so right yeah we we're, were probably adults yeah we were probably like bliss uh what is it called like ignorance is bliss kind of yeah but I, I don't know i think it's i think it, you know there's more factors going in that's kind of adding up although i guess being worried that russia was gonna nuclear bomb you every day was probably pretty scary as well <laughs> yeah you know? that was like that was i i think that was probably pretty high pucker factor yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it could i guess it could and when you put things in perspective like that it could be where it's like literally almost like think about the cuban missile crisis just about the or how many times 
Although, do you remember? Um, I can't remember. I have to look up the story, but um, there was somebody who was a, a Russian sub commander. He um, basically saved the world because he got false codes to launch a nuclear strike, and he disobeyed them. But like they were, they basically got false codes or inaccurate codes, and. Basically, the code said, hey, launch in retaliation because we're like there's nuclear weapons inbound. Um, and he didn't do it because he was like, check. He's like, let's no, we're not going to do this. And he has saved the fucking world, <laughs> basically. No way. I had yes. not heard that story. Yeah. Well, is that the same one or similar of the was that the Russian submariner who was like um, by Cuba or something? Or was that American? And they like, um, they were shooting the equivalent of flares or whatever in the ocean to like get them to come up. And they thought they were under attack, so they were about to like basically they thought they were going to die, so they were about to launch their weapons. Um, yeah, I think so. I'm reading through yeah. this. the guy's name's Vasily Alessandrovich Akropov. Um, yeah, it says. Credited with preventing a Soviet nuclear strike um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, uh, Captain's using nuclear torpedoes. He didn't do it. Um, I'm trying to find this incident. I know we're way long, but you know, uh, got where the flow's going. This is this is have to be a long. <laughs> it was uh, it was my fault. No, that's not good. I know Jazz is probably like gritting his teeth right now if he's listening to this. He's like, oh, you guys, you know better than this. <laughs> you know what the real answer is. We're just kind of shooting the shit. I, but, think there uh, was a, I think there was a few instances like that, like other people, similar situations. It's like when it really comes down to it, is somebody going to press the button? I don't, I don't know. Man, I you hope know? not. Yeah, I hope says, not, yeah. Here it goes. It says, despite being international waters, the United States Navy started dropping signal depth charges uh, explosives intended to force the submarine to come to the surface. And they hadn't talked to Moscow in days. Um, so they didn't know if it had been a nuclear war, like if nuclear war had broken out. Um, Homer Simpson at the say, control panel. Yeah, right. Says, <laughs> unlike the other submarines in the flotilla, flotilla uh, three officers aboard, B-59 had agreed unanimously to authorize nuclear launch and um, da, 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 an executive officer, typically the armed with such special weapons, blah, blah, blah. Try to read forward, but. Um, yeah, I, thought maybe I, I guess something thinking. I guess something else happened before, too. So it was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. As you, guys are re- as you guys are reading that, I'm just thinking, and this has changed the subject to something we were talking about a minute ago. Apologize, um, but I'm thinking about your buddy or colleague or or person that acquaintance that you might know of who is going to potentially forfeit their uh, career in the military mm-hmm. uh, over opposition of a vaccine. And my understanding is, like, one of my friends was a marine. And he was saying that he's like, dude, when you go into the military, they inject you with every fucking vaccine. He's like, I got a three. <laughs> he's like, I got a three series anthrax vaccine, bro. Yeah. He's like, I got every fucking vaccine. So it's like, you're probably. I mean, is that the 
what you guys are seeing that, or did you guys have that experience that you received a bunch of uh, vaccines for different things? Get yeah. you up to speed. So it's like, Oh, I'm going to take every other one, but this one. Yeah. There, well, and and then I believe the military also said like, you basically say like you will, you can, you authorize the military to give you experimental drugs. So like they could have made us take this shit a while ago, but yeah, I think it's just becoming so sensationalized, but I mean, well, it's a really, it's a very uh, sophisticated situation, but yeah, I get it. Like I, I, I understand the people's hesitancy, like for what it's worth more, more often than not anything that I disagree with, I can understand the counterpoint to it, even if I disagree with it. So right. that right, just, right. <laughs> that doesn't mean I like, I like, I understand it doesn't mean I agree with it. Right. Right. So I, I, I get it, man, but I think you some of these people are just kind of wasting their time here. I don't know. I well, guess no. and then I, I guess it's also it's kind of like the other thing is it's the death of expertise. Um, it doesn't like no one no one needs to have expertise anymore. So people are like, oh, these guys who've been studying this shit forever, they don't know more than I know. Right. Right. You know, and we've had, I think we've talked about that on a podcast before, but uh, like, I'm not saying you have to, like, believe in it all the way they do. But like, I'm, you got at some point, you know, you got to trust the expert. You know, you can't like if, if you're too busy, like you can't you don't have time to. Go research every little thing you do, you know, or everything you're going to do, like you don't how many people drive their car without understanding how it works, you know. <laughs> Dude, it, it, how many people eat foods that they don't know like look how about this i'm eating candy corn right now and i'm like oh this is <laughs> this is first of all i like candy corn that might be a problem for some people <laughs> i read the ingredients earlier it's look at this it's plastic yes it's wax. Like, like, egg egg whites confectioners glaze natural and artificial flavors mineral oil mineral oil i put that in my bicycle brakes Hydraulic brakes. You know, Natural oil. and artificial flavors. Yeah. Honey, carnauba wax. I put that on my car so it doesn't get hurt by like sand and stuff. Dude, Coconut you gotta and, look dude. at your like fucking shampoo and stuff too, man. I looked at that recently. It's like fucking stunning. My body for like <laughs> talk about chemicals. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's going funny. In. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So like people, like we we do all kinds of stuff. It's kind of we just kind of choose when and I won't do that no yeah <laughs> I'll do that. i'm not microwaving my shit <laughs> yeah right i'll tell you what man I, I i i speaking of microwave man we're going long with this one, but that's okay um i try to not microwave stuff in plastic dishes i try to do it in um in glass dishes if possible because i at least what i hear is the, 100%. there's like some kind of chemical release if you microwave it but not saying i don't always meanwhile but. meanwhile gunning a sig while i'm microwaving my shit <laughs> in a glass bowl <laughs> like, well i even yeah. like i've even gotten conscious of uh using a water bottle for too long like a plastic one yeah because uh you know we have like a, a cure at work and i just refilled the same water jug with uh you know purified water or whatever and I'm just like, oh, after a while, the fucking plastic, uh, you know, 
breaks down and it goes into the water. But it's I think it takes like a thousand years, but I'm still fucking <laughs> you know serious about it after like thirty days or something. You, you know, that's funny that you say that because they do say like all that plastic is just will never disappear. And why right. are we so worried about it like breaking down into our water? <laughs> yeah it's over here polluting the oceans but like we're not worried about it'll like, never break it'll be you know still here a hundred years from now in the ocean but we're worried about it passing through our bodies for about 10 minutes you know right those free radicals will get you every time i guess i don't know yeah fucking single-use plastics huh <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well i know it's been a monumental episode what do you guys think anything else no i think that's it for me all right I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.